Hi, this is Millennials Ministries, North, South, East, and West. T-O-K-O-V-L radio listeners are the best. Thank you for supporting us because this station is here for you. Fabulous evangelist Tanisha Ramsey Lane, and I am your host on Millennials Ministries, where we are a breath of fresh air. Our mission is to uplift you, heal you, restore you, and deliverance. Worship and pray, and impact your souls with our greatest anointing on TOKOVL Radio. You can follow us on Facebook at Millennials Ministries Radio Talk Show. Instagram, millennials underscore men. Contact email is millennialsministries at gmail.com. Looking forward to have a divine connection. Be blessed and stay connected. It's your fabulous evangelist, Nishimaki I am your host on Millennial Ministry, where we are a breath of fresh air. Our special guest for tonight is the one and only dynamic and amazing, yes, anointed woman of God. Introduce yourself to our listeners. Hey, hey, and one more time, hey, I am your girl, Prophetess Kayla Reese, all the way from GA, nothing like Nothing, absolutely, positively, nothing like a transparent prophet. Yes, yes, yes. This is our special special guest, you guys. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you got your notebooks, your pens. I hope you're ready to embrace your ears because this is anointing woman of God. She is ready to bless us. She is blessed and highly favored. Yes, she is. And she is my awesome mentor, the greatest mentor of all, I can say, in leadership and helping me to prosper to the next level in my life. Come on, so, people. Yes, yes, Kayla, yes. So, introduce yourself and tell them about you a little bit in your ministry. I am, once again, Prophetess Kayla Reese, and I love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. Um, one thing I do, I do deliverance, and... Um, I am so passionate about it. One thing or one reason why I'm passionate about it is to see the transformation of how somebody is broken and they're transformed into something completely different that they never thought that they would be. So I operate in the fivefold ministry, which is the prophetic, apostolic, with the apostolic, the prophetic um, teaching, everything, laying, home, laying hands, um, working of miracles. I teach the prophetic. I teach deliverance. I do group settings. So I do like a plethora of things. And one thing that I really, really am pushing now is my mentorship because I believe in this hour that God is calling us to be great. So I'm here to take people and to transform them and give them the steps to do life. Yes, that's so true. So tell the listeners how you found your calling and your gift. So I was... um, I was, I want to say 19 when I first found him. Um, I moved here. I was in, I used to live in South Georgia. Um, I'm just a little bit above my hometown, which is my hometown is Pelham, Georgia. And I moved here to Columbus, Georgia, um, where I really found Christ. 
I began, I got married at 22 and that my marriage shifted me to a place of where I was empty. So through my, my marriage, my divorce, um, and life, I began to transform and I found God for real. And I started Kayla's Ministries back, um, September was when I launched it, but Kayla's Ministries. And also I have a business that's called Empire Lifestyle where I build people to help them with their business, to open their eyes, to see business and how to marry business and God and put them together. So that's where I started from, but started, I found God at age um, 19 and I pursued him and he chased me as I chased him. Wow. So tell the listeners, how does it feel to be an overcomer? Ooh, some days it's overwhelming and that's, exceeding joy um some moments i sit there for instance this month um god reminded me um one of you're more than a conqueror through him the second Mm -hmm. thing he reminded me of of romans 8 and 18 he said i consider that the suffering of your present time it doesn't it doesn't compare to the glory that shall be revealed in you so being an overcomer and looking and reading those scriptures, it reminds me that no matter where I am, that God still loves me. I love yes. being an overcomer. It helps me to push people into a whole nother realm. And that's why I call myself the transparent prophet, because I will give you every transparency that I have and that I've been through. So you can see that God loves you right here. This is what being transparent helped help me to see God in a completely different light. And I love it. Yes, yes. So what's what excites you the most of being a mentor in the pathetic? Like what's the most excitement do you get out of being a mentor in the pathetic? <laughs> what excites me um about being a mentor? What excites me is that God has chose me to lead a generation. That he said, Amen. I gave you the tools to lead the generation. One thing that I love about God is he does things so strategically. And yes. the other reason I love the prophet one the one reason I love the prophetic is it's an intimate place with God. And Bible says that he reveals his secrets to the prophets first. So when God called me to the prophetic, and for him to say, I want to tell you my secrets, that means I have a place in his heart. Yes. That means I'm so dear to him. That means that no matter where, what life is, what is going on through life, he's gonna call me and say, Listen, I got something to tell you. And knowing when to release the word, because we can release the word prematurely. But God has taught me that you must birth the word that is impregnated in you at a certain time and a certain season. So that's why, but I love mentorship because one, I love people. And I love that when, um, when I was going through life, I had a youth mentor and she carried me through all the way up until my adulthood. And even when I got married, she was still there. But I wanted. To, I knew I was destined for um, for greatness. Yes. And I know so many people are destined for greatness, but they don't have anybody there to speak in their ear, to help them to get through. So I love the fact that God used me for the generation, not just my generation, but even the baby boomers, because my mentorship goes from age 18, and my oldest mentee is 62. So it's a mm. a group of women and also a group of men that are ready to go to the next level and that God chose me to just transform the life. That's amazing. That's so awesome. So how can people connect with you if, for your ministry if they want to get involved in your ministry or collaborate or anything? So you can go to Um, You can visit me on, on Facebook. You can inbox me on Facebook at Kayla Ministries. And on Instagram, it's KR Ministries. So you guys better go follow, check her out. You don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss this blessing. Please do not miss it. So you guys, we're going to come right back after this commercial. We're going to let allow her to speak some encouraging words to us. I hope you guys are going to be prepared and be ready to listen and intake. Just intake. Take in what she's going to tell us. We'll be right back, you guys.
Hello, my name is Tanisha Ramsey Lane. I am the CEO and founder of CEO Divas Enterprise and Press Push Pray Ministry. I help entrepreneurs win by helping millennials and mompreneurs turn their pain and trauma into purpose to level up their business and personal success. You may reach me on Facebook, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, Instagram, CEO underscore Diva. Website is www.ceo slash diva dot live. Keep it locked on T-O-K-O-B-L Radio here in St. Louis, Missouri, where we are the original kings over valuable land. T-O-K-O-B-L Radio. The scripture that I am reading today is Psalms chapter 23, verse 1 through 6. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in a green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod, thy staff, that comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And we are back, listeners, and hi to my new listeners that are just tuning in. I am your fabulous evangelist, Ramsey Lane. I am the host of Millennials Ministry, where we are a breath of fresh air on T-O-K-O-B-L Radio. We are going to allow Kayla Reese to give us some encouraging words. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you're sitting down, embracing the moment, because, boy, she's going to bring it, and we're about to take off, y'all. We ready. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yes. So, here we go. Here we go. What I hear God is saying in this hour um, is, we're we talking from the 23rd song. And as I pull it up, I'm going to go there. And I want to read it from the Jewish version. One reason I read it from the Jewish version is because it breaks down who God is. And if we must understand that God is a description of the most high, his name is not God. It's just a description. The Bible says that I know not is my shepherd lack nothing. He has me to lie down in grassy pastures. He leads me by the quiet waters. Yes, yes. We're going to stop there. I don't know. That is the Lord, which is also a description, is my shepherd. I lack nothing. We must get in our eternal spirit, in our heart, that God is your shepherd. Shepherd means an overseer. Shepherd means this is who feeds me. Shepherd says that this is who covers me. So when we get to the place where we understand that the shepherd feeds us, our mindset of who God is to us will change. We have allowed so many things to lead us into dark places, lead us into temptation, lead us into broken places, and we call it God. So we have to get to a place where we understand that the shepherd is someone of a higher standard. So we can put people, we can put our husband, we can put our wife, we can put our children as our shepherd, and they will begin to lead us, but then we'll begin to lack. Bible says that we lack nothing when we understand that the Lord is our shepherd. He leads us in the grassy pastures. That speaks volume to me. Because in the midst of everything that I'm going through, when hell arrives, when, when I walk through the valley of the shadow, he make me when I don't, when I can't think things through. You know what he do? He makes me to lay down in a peaceful place. When things are going crazy, he forced me down to lay into a place of peace. He forced me to lay down into a prophetic place so I can begin to speak what he speaks. I can begin to say what he says. And everything that I'm waiting on will happen once I get to the green pastures. 
he leaves me beside the still waters. The I'm sorry, he leaves me beside the quiet waters. This is something that we don't do. We don't know how to live in a quiet place. We're so used to having TV on. We're so used to being on Facebook. We're so used to being on Instagram. We're so used to hearing every pastor preach. We're so used to hearing every prophecy. We're so used to hearing the prophetic. We're so used to doing everything but sitting in the presence of God. What happens when we make sitting in the presence of God a requirement and that it, it is a necessity? We have to do that. One thing I have cable because I sit there and I wait for the angels to respond to my atmosphere. And one of the reasons why your atmosphere is not responding is because you don't know how to be quiet in. And your atmosphere only is moving. It only moves from the place that you left it. So if you have a disruptive atmosphere, then and you're asking God to move, God does not move in confusing places. Sometimes he does. But when you have a confusing place and you're calling it peace, I'm sorry, that's not your peace. That's just disruptive place. He yes, restores my inner person. Ah, oh, that's uh -huh. just prophetic. Everything that's within you is being restored day by day. When you say yes to God, that's the place that we um we don't do and that we can't do is we we refuse to say yes to God. We think just because we say yes to God when we made Him head of our life that we had to stop saying no 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 no. That's when the restoration comes inside of you is when you say yes to God every day. There is a yes that God waits on and it comes when you say yes in the, in the quiet place. It comes my place, my quiet place is interrupted with worship. And what happens is we interrupt our quiet place with foolery, with the shenanigans. We always have to have itchy ears in our quiet place. And what happens is a lot of people that battle with depression or battle with loneliness in the quiet place. You know why? Thank you for asking. It's simply because we have not learned how to deal with the inner person. Our inner man speaks louder than God. When we make what's in our mind come in contact with our heart, because the Bible says that eternity lives in your heart. So when you take your thoughts, we don't know what to think. That's why the Bible says think on these things because we don't know what to think. And whatever we think becomes who we are. So we, we have become so conformed to the patterns of where we are that what's on the inside of us will make what's in, in, in our hearts. So he's ready. God is ready. God is never about to do something he's already done. Yes, Lord. So he guides us. He guides me on the right path. That's self-explanatory for the sake of his own name. So who path are you on and what name is attached to the path that you're on? So this, this comes with the spirit of um, comparison. A lot of times we'll say, I'm not as powerful as this person, or this person said this, or this person. That's like a slap in the face of God to say, mm -hmm. I'm comparing myself to this. And this is, you can call me arrogant, you can call me conceited, you can call me all this, but guess what? I'm confident. I'm yes, confident yes. in knowing that what God put in me is, is for a, such a time as this, as I just stated previously, I'm a, I am the prophet of the end time. I'm the apostle of the end time. I'm the teacher of the end time. So I'm everything that God called me to be in the end time. My God. Even if I pass through, come on. Even if I pass, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> even if, that, that means uh -huh. you might not even pass through the shadow of death. It says, even yeah. if you do. Even if you, even if I pass through death, dark. Come on, right now. We have been so confused that when things come up against us, that we're going to die in it. But scripture says that even in the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. Even if I pass through death, ravens, I will feel no disaster for you are with me. So that means if diabetes come and pass me, that's the spirit of death. If fear comes and pass me, that's the spirit of death. If rejection comes, that's the spirit of death. Whatever comes through the spirit of death, the spirit of darkness. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities. We wrestle against evil and wickedness in high places. This is the passing right. through the shadow of death. But you can't be fearful of it. For you are with me. You are my rod and you are my staff and you come for me. 
And even when I do all of this, even when death passed me by, this is even when my enemies come, even when things break down. He said, even when all of this happened, guess what he gonna do? He, he gonna prepare a table before the presence of, of your enemies. And in the Jewish Bible, it says he's gonna prepare a six course meal. That means you're gonna have you're gonna have a, 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 a dessert. You're gonna have an appetizer. You're gonna have uh, uh, the big entree. You're gonna have everything. You're gonna have six different meals at one time. And this is in the presence of the people that persecuted you. This is in the presence of the people that told you you weren't gonna be nothing. This is in the presence yes, yes. of the witches and the warlocks that said you weren't gonna be nothing. So God has prepared a six course meal in the presence of what was killing you, in the presence of diabetes, in the presence of anxiety, in the presence of confusion. The table has already been set. So all you have to do is say, um, enemy. I need you to come and eat at the table so the thing that was working against you will not begin to work for you. I mean, you're going to know which fork to eat with because of the grace of God. Yes. He prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Even as my enemies watch. So even as you're sitting there eating, your enemies are watching you. So I want to declare over your life in this very moment. That in the midst of everybody that's watching you, in the midst of every imp, every witch, every warlock, every naysayer, even your mother that has rejected you, even your father that has rejected you, even the people that has rejected you, I want to declare in this moment that they will begin to watch you eat from the eat from the table of glory, eat from the table above only and not beneath, eat from what God has prepared for you. This season, you will not lack a thing because everything that God called you to be in this hour, it will happen. So whoever is listening today, I just anoint your ears. I anoint the food that will be prepared, that God will feed your people. Everybody that suffocated you in this hour, God will begin to feed them. They will run into the overflow in this hour just because they sat at the table with you. Your uh, He anoints. You anoint my head with oil. I believe in this hour. I believe in this hour that God is calling. He's reestablishing the glory and the oil carriers. That means that the ones that hold the true mantle, the Bible says that many are called and few are chosen. Those are two different type of people that aren't the same people. Those are two different type of people. The Bible says that if my people who are called by my name would seek Jesus. my, they have to humble themselves before his face is so you can't seek God's face when you're in a prideful place. And that's what people have been doing, seeking his face in a prideful place. And then you're calling it God. You cannot. That's witchcraft. I'm sorry. So you have to come to a place. There are two different people. He said he anoints my head with oil. The oil cannot flow if you're still operating in pride. The oil cannot flow if you're still doing what you what you aren't supposed to be doing. That's lustful thinking. That's rejection. That's abuse. Whether it's verbal, mental, or emotional. And I've, I've come to learn that you have so much of leadership that are contaminating the body of Christ and calling it oil. It's not oil. And you cannot say that God laid his hands upon your head and the impartation. I even question the impartation that was placed upon not your bad. head. I question it. It's not the mental of God. I question the oil because your oil has contaminated the people. And you're calling it God. You're calling it a rhema word. No, this is not a dunamis power. This is a, a, a trick of the enemy that has convinced people that this is the oil of God. No, I assassinate every demon in hell, Satan alive, and his mother-in-law. If he can tell you that the oil that you're flowing in out of manipulation and witchcraft, one thing I learned about God, he will not fail his people. I don't care who he, who he uses. He'll use a donkey if he has to, and that's Bible. In the book of, uh, uh, of, of um, Exodus, he used a burning bush just to get Moses' attention. And the oil ran from that, or from the bush. Because inside of the bush was the presence of God. And it actually gave Moses the next assignment that he was supposed to go to. So if it's a bush that he has to use to get the oil to the next destination, if it's a bush that he has to use to prophesy to the nations to get to the next place, uh -huh. then that's what he'll do. So... Jesus. Goodness. <laughs> Wait. He anoints my head with oil from an overflowing cup. Listen. A overflowing cup. My question is to the people. What's in your cup? 
Jesus. What's in the cup is for me. What's in the sauce is for you. And why you have not received the prophetic move that God has declared on your life is because you have allowed what God put in the cup. You've spilled over into the wrong people. And you've been yes, saying yes. that this is a declaration from God. And why am I so stuck right here? Why Why can I see what God said? Why can I believe the prophecies that were spoken on my life? You know why? It's simply because you have given what was holy to the pigs. And then you're calling it God. This is not oil. When God blesses you, the blessings come without sorrow. You don't cry over the blessings. You rejoice over the blessings. So you think that yes, the Lord. very thing that has been blessing you is actually a curse. The Bible says even the elect will be deceived. So when I understand that the oil that God when I realize that the oil that God put upon my life when I realize that this oil is not like everybody else's oil, that when I flow, the contamination becomes purified. When I flow in the oil, he said that the overflow of my oil will bless my neighbor. That's what he said. The cup is for me. The salsa is for the community. So I come with the oil that God gave me to bless a region, to bless a nation, to bless a country. Yes, That's what yes. I come to do. So every listener, every listener on today, I bless you with the name of Jesus that this oil will become so rich in your life that every prophetic voice, every prophetic word that has been spoken of your life begins to transform. That everything you put your hands on will begin to shift in this hour. It will begin to move as God has ordained it to move. And that your salsa this time, I think that a salsa is, is the stability of the cup. The, the, the salsa. Because if the salt, if the cup is hot <laughs> and you put a salsa under it, it supports it so you don't burn yourself. So I declare in this hour that your foundation becomes so solid that the thing that begins to burn your hand, that God begins to put a foundation to support the burning, that it doesn't burn through something, but God begins to hold you in a place and through it all when God holds you he said goodness and grace them twins they may be fraternal twins but they twins they will pursue listen I like words I just play with words pursue so I don't mm. know I mean I love God I, I, uh, I love him yes. and when I have been in a tough place he loved me. When I was a prostitute, he loved me. When I lied to him, he loved me. The word said that they will pursue me. It's going to pursue me. The song says, oh, the overwhelming. The reckless love of God. That love pursues me. So even when my enemies come after I have eaten at the table with my enemies, God is going to send. I feel the Holy Spirit on this one. He's going to send a help to pursue me, to get me to my next place, to get me to my next home. He's going to get me somewhere. Somebody is coming. He's sending help to pursue you, to get you to your next realm. He's sending help. So I come to declare in this hour that where you are, God is sending help to you. It's chasing you. It's coming after you. It's an overwhelming love. It's a persevering love. It's a love that's going to take you to the nations. It's a love that's going to heal you because it's pursuing you. It's taking up. (laughs) I love him. I love him when a plan comes together. I love it. I love it when. And it's not going to pursue you one day. He said, it's going to pursue you every day of your life. That means, ah, let me go back. Let me go. Oh, Jesus. I like words. I like words because they mean something to me so much. So in Romans 8 and 18, because this is my declaration for the month of May, and I'm going to declare it over your life. And this is a faith. This this is a faith scripture for me. Romans 8 and 18 says, I consider Jesus. Do you hear I? That means God is speaking to me. Kayla, I consider you. That the suffering of your present ah, the suffering of you right Jesus. It does not compare to the glory that shall be revealed. Listen, if you (laughs) if grace and goodness is going to chase me down and you told me that I'm in hell that the enemy told me I got you right here. 
They told me I wasn't going to be nothing. But then it came a moment that he told me that the suffering of your present, the present suffering that you're in is temporary. And it does not compare to the glory that I'm taking you to. Come on. Either. It doesn't compare to where you're headed. So I want to encourage. I want to decree and declare over your life that goodness and grace will follow you every day. That when you wake up in the morning, I begin to command your day yes, from yes. this day forward. I command that the benefits that God gave you for, for today, I cash them in today. So the finances that you're waiting on, you got to cash them in because the Bible says that he loads you daily with benefits. So cash them in today. Cash them in through your worship. Cash them in through your prayer. You got to cash what in, what's in so goodness and grace is going to follow you. See, when, when somebody prophesied over your life you got to work the prophecy and if the bible says that god said that he's going to load you with benefits for today then i wake up every morning and i command my day and i say day you're going to give me my benefits you're going to give me my money yes, you're yes. going to give me what i'm due you're going to give me what i'm supposed to have for this day i'm not supposed to have worrying i'm not supposed to be fearful because i'm i am fearfully and wonderfully made i'm not made of fear i'm made fearless so that means when the enemy comes yes. in like a flood then the spirit of the living god he rises up against me and that's when goodness and grace say baby you can step back i got this but you have to understand Ooh. who has you in the moment so towards the end this is the sixth verse and it says this is a b clause and it says and i will my God, I will. I ain't going to dwell because sometimes I feel, this me now, I ain't wrote no book about it yet, but I feel dwelling, meaning I can stay there temporarily. Like I can come out of dwelling. But what happens when I live? If I say I'm living here, that means I'm going to make a house in this place forever. I'm going to make a residence. This is my new address. So I can dwell here just for a little, because, you know, people are like, let me dwell on this for a minute. Let me just stay right here for a minute. I don't want to stay. I want to move in. I will live in the house of Idonai for years and years to come. That means this is not a temporary place. This is the place that God has prepared for me. And I have come to the realization that I must live here. I, can, I don't belong nowhere else but at the feet of Jesus. This is my place. This is my residence. This is what God wants me. This is where I'm going to leave. So in this moment, I prophesy to your day. I prophesy to your night. That every sleepless night that you have, that goodness and grace begins to awake you. Goodness and grace begins to overtake you. That the presence of God begins to rest in your life. That you begin to feel the Holy Spirit like you have never ever felt him before. And through this, through this interview, through this voicing of right now, that you begin to shift in every area of your life. That you will not stay the same in no place. And every devil, every witch, and every warlock that has been assigned to your life, they will break and they will bow because everything that has a name it has to bow and if it's sin it has to bow if it's doubt it has to bow yes, but yes. i speak a clarity in the name of jesus that god gives you the directions name of where of you're supposed to go and i decree and declare in this moment that you will begin to see heaven. I decree and declare that the spirit of mammon that has been suffocating your finances, that has hindered you from eating at the table, I decree and declare that they break in the back of the enemy. Every assignment, I release the benefits of what God has for you in this moment. I release every orchestrated wave of heaven in your life. I release the voice. I release the aroma of God in your life. I release a prophetic flow in your life. As sure as God has called me to the highest rank of, of, of the prophetic, I release the glory of God like never before. As sure as God has called me to be a glory and an oil carrier, I release new oil in your life. I release and I change your oil. That the old oil that you were operating in, it becomes different in this hour. You will begin to flow. And I speak prophetic order. I speak apostolic order. I speak that the river that you recently flowed in 
begins to shift. I speak that your realm, that your atmosphere is introduced to your realm, and your realm and your atmosphere, they collide together. So walk into your atmosphere and begin to scream so that your atmosphere knows that you have just started to operate in a whole nother level. So get somewhere and scream and tell your atmosphere that it has to do what God has called you to do. You have to decree and declare, and this is why your body is still sick and still has infirmities is simply because you have not told your atmosphere that you have arrived. So you have arrived, be it unto you. Thank you, Lord. Now may God add a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God, that was amazing. Oh my God, that was the word. Lord, we thank you for this woman right here, this woman of God. She just blessed us listeners. She just blessed us. I hope you guys have heard Embrace Your Ears with that message right there. That was mind-blowing. I look at Psalms 23 a whole different way. When somebody yes. else breaks it down, you can listen. Because we all are gifted in so many different ways. But to hear, to sit and listen to another woman of God that is just so amazing. You are so fearless with your words. I tell you, I thank you for blessing me. I thank you for blessing my listeners on tonight. Ooh, that was amazing, y'all. That was amazing. Please share any um activities that you have coming up so they can probably come through, uh, follow you on them, or uh, try to you know connect. So, what's this? Month? This is May coming up. I don't yes. start back traveling until the first weekend of June. I don't know what I have to do in June, so God has my schedule open. So that means it's about to fill up. But on tomorrow, I am doing a virtual vision board party. And you can go on Facebook. Actually, you can go on my page, and it's on there. And you can actually join the vision um, party on tomorrow. And that's the 16th. So that's tomorrow. Um, September is one of the most found profound um, things that I love to do. I just did a retreat in March. September the 7th, no, the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Um, I'm doing another women's retreat. That's in Pigeon Fort, Tennessee. $250 um, fee, and that feeds you for three meals a day. $75 deposit. Um, The $75 deposit is due on July the 1st. After that, then um, the end of August is when the last payment is due. And the last thing that is very dear to me that God has me doing is a Back to the Altar Conference. And I'm so excited about it. It's here in Columbus, um, 5 o'clock p.m., at Grace Place, that's the name of it, Grace Place Church um, here in Columbus, Georgia. And if you would like more information, you can go to my um, website, kaylareseministries.com, or you can go to my Facebook page, Kaylarese uh, Ministries, and it's listed on there. And um, um, for Back to the Altar, it's communion, prayer, worship, um, delivering, deliverance and healing that we'll be doing. So I am looking for God to just do so much. I have a link with some great people that's going to take worship to a whole nother level. I believe that the glory of God rests in worship. So I'm telling you, there yeah. is going to be a dynamic shift. And if anybody has been to anything that I do, when I say worship, we ain't moving until we see the glory of God. We're not moving until glory sits on each and everybody. Like if you want to experience glory, meet me October 24th, 5 p.m. here in Columbus, Georgia. And even if you want to fly and you need a hotel, I got that for you too. Amen, amen. You guys better get connected, you guys. This is Kayla Reese, our special guest for tonight. And I am your Shuli, your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Renzi Lane on Millennials Ministry, the host of Millennials Ministries, where we are breath of fresh air on T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. It's your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Renzi Lane. I am the host of Millennials Ministry on T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. I am going to read a poem to you guys, The Sun of the Horizon. Give me the sun of the horizon, a sherbet color morning sky above. Give me a clear cloudiness warm day, then you'll know why God I'm in love. Give me the shade of a willow tree, the good book for me to read, 
Give me a sweet tea to sip on, and I will have close to all I need. Give me the creek memorized flow, chirps from coming the robin's nest. Give me the green pastures with my Lord. Well, now I can picture the rest. Give me the sound of the children playing and laughing and giggles of youth. Give me the peace of a summer side, round around the lemonade booth. Give me the soft breeze of an ocean and sun paint and dazzling set. Give me the coolness of the moonlight and I'll be close to heaven as I can get. Give me a day of radiant sunshine. Let me bask the God's glorious love. Give me the warm summer day to reflect on the splendor God sends from up above. Exclusiastes 3 and 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. That was my poem for you guys today and my scripture to show you love and affection. And let's talk a little bit about overcoming. Matthew 17, 20 says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, and verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove his and yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. To be a winner in life, you must overcome obstacles in life. No one ever wins a race in life without a press or a run. To be successful and victorious Christian in life, you must overcome the battles of life. The prayer of faith is the key to overcome obstacles in your life. An obstacle can, can be defined as anything that stands in your way to fulfillment of the God-ordained purpose. Every man that God created has a created to fulfill a purpose. Nobody was created to be unless. In Jeremiah 29, 11, God told us that he has a good plan and purpose for our lives to give us hope and expect the end. The future of every child of God glorious, but that is not always the case. Many believers never succeed or fulfill destiny because of the obstacles that comforts them. This obstacle comes in forms and challenges of life. Negative experience, setbacks, disappointments, and so on and so forth. All this happens to us to move our focus away from God to another direction. Obstacles in life comes to us to distract us from fulfilling our purpose in life for us to overcome. We must resist these obstacles and we cannot do in the energy of our flesh. We can only do that by the power of the Spirit of God through the altar of prayer. The reason why we are engaging this prayer for overcoming obstacles is to draw strength from the Holy Spirit in order not to allow obstacles to weigh us down. Prayer may not change everything in our lives, but it can change our attitude towards everything in our lives. I pray for you this day that as we engage in prayer for overcoming obstacles, no obstacle shall bring you down in life in Jesus' name. God answer you as you pray. Father God, we thank you for you know that whenever we pray in Jesus' name, you answer us. Father, we thank you for your unconditional mercies that we have overruled all stagnant judgment in our lives. Father, I decree that no weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. Father, I decree and declare that by our spirit in us, we shall overcome every hurdles and obstacles in our life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command every mountain standing in our way to the greatness to bow now in Jesus' name. I pull down every wall of Jericho standing on our way to our promised land. I decree today that we shall not fail in our life. We shall not be disadvantaged that every mountain before us shall become to plain. We shall be on top only. We shall find favor always before God and man. That we shall walk in the wisdom of God. And in all our affairs, we shall be a lender and not a bower. We walk in the victory all day of our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I remember a time when I had fear to overcome. 
I had fear to walk in, in my purpose of being an evangelist. But look at me now. Because by the grace of God, I depended on God and I prayed about it. And I asked him to guide me the right way and lead me to the right direction that I had to be directed in. So we have to learn to depend on God. Even when we're in a fearful time, we have to learn to overcome some things that we feel like that keep us back. You cannot let fear or doubt hold you back. You cannot let what people say about you hold you back. You have to live your life the way that God wants us to live. He wants us to prosper, you guys. He do not want us to just be here and not do anything. Be a happy, a cheerful servant. God loves a cheerful servant. Learn to get one-on-one with God. Learn to depend on Him. Know that He will direct your right path. He will not leave you or forsake you. You have to learn to trust in Him. Get more into your Bible and learn more about the theology part of life about the Bible. Back in the ancient days, things that was in the Bible, the stories, the stories help. Because if you look at it, the Bible is the best guide for our everyday life. And whatever, no matter what you're going through in life, you can open up the Bible and read up on something to help you in your life for guidance. God is our guidance, you guys. He guides us to the, the right path of life. We just have to learn to trust and lean on him and learn to hear God's word. Sometimes we hear things and we overlook things and we don't pay attention to what he's trying to show us because we have so much obstacles in our way to prevent us from getting forward, pushing forward. You cannot let obstacles get in your way, guys. You cannot let negative people get in your mind. You cannot let the enemy get in your mind because people will talk down on you. You can't depend on every word from every person because every person is not going to speak life into you. You have to learn to stand on your own and understand and stand on your own understanding. Because when you trust in the Lord, you know he got your back 100%. Not 60, not 40, not 30, not 70. 100%, you guys. You have to learn to have faith. You have to learn to walk your purpose. You have to understand your purpose. You have to understand how to stand your ground and don't let nobody push you down. We're going up to the top. It's time to level up, you guys. There's nowhere we're going down. I'm going up. I ain't going down. It's too hot down there. I want to go up. Well, we shall sing God's glory every day. Be happy every day. See the grace of God and feel his presence. Feel complete. Feel whole. Feel and experience out this word that you can't even explain. I'm ready to breathe the fresh air every day. Have a smile on my face every day. Do not let depression and anxiety break you down. Because it will hold you back, you guys. We do not need that in our life. Nobody don't wants to live a, a negative life. Be around negative people. I want to be around people that are going to speak inspirational stuff into my soul. I want to be around people that's going to uplift me every time when I feel like I'm down. I want to be around somebody that's not going to belittle me when I'm going through something that's going to help me get to the right path and help me to understand God's word if I don't understand it. That's why when you listen to certain pastors and preachers and ministers and prophets and prophecies, you're supposed to take it in, but also you're supposed to open up that Bible and get your own understanding, your own knowledge as well too. You're supposed to double check what they're telling you for your own understanding, for your own knowledge. Not just go by what everybody tell you. That's why it's so important to read the Bible. The Bible is the key. Prayer is the key to life. Sometimes we have to pray ourselves to to get through what we need to get to where we're going. You have to do a a hard prayer. An intercessive prayer is always good when you pray for others. Because when you pray for others and give hope to others, God will bless you too. He will bless both of you. You have an overrunning blessing where you learn to lean and depend on Jesus. God is everything in life. God is my everything to me. He is my hope. He is my tomorrow. He is our father. We are his children. He is our alpha and he is our omega. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. We thank him for so much. He woke us up this morning, you guys. That's a blessing. You got a roof over your head, you guys. That's a blessing. You got food on your table right now to eat. That's a blessing. You got clothes to put on your back. That's a blessing. So you need to give him all the praises. 
Even through your hard time, we shall worship God. No matter what, Jesus. Thank you. I love you, Lord. Thank you for giving me what you gave me today. God, forgive me for my sins. I am your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, and I want to extend an invitation to connect with our community on Facebook, Millennials Men, and IG, Millennials underscore men, where we share more encouragement, inspiration, and deliverance for your soul. We look forward to connecting with you on a deeper spiritual and healing level. We are millennials paving the way to a future generation. Now let's go get our blessings together. I'm going to say it again. Now let's go get our blessings together. For God be the glory. Hold your head up high and say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy to be praised, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we love you, Lord. We love you because you are so worthy to be praised. I love you, Jesus, and I love you, listeners. You guys have a blessed night, and be blessed. Love what it is and love what it does. For listening to us today, Millennials Ministries, and keep it locked in with us at TOKOVL Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on every Sunday night. If you want to be a guest on our show, please email a letter of interest to millennialsministry at gmail.com. Once again, millennialsministries at gmail.com. And if you want to put an ad on our show, please email us also at millennialsministries at gmail.com. I am once again your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane. You guys have a blessed and wonderful night.